It's the Stinkin' Truth Podcast with your host, Mark Schlereth. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, Bet Rivers Sportsbook and Dude Wipes. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome into the Stinkin' Truth. Uh, your host, Mark Schlereth, alongside my co host, Mike Evans. Uh, Got to thank Millennial Ben for uh, setting up the show, our producer. Want to thank our presenting sponsors, great folks over at uh, Bet Rivers, Bet with a Winner, Bet with Bet Rivers. And if you've been following me the last six, seven weeks, uh, you're making a boatload of money. Now, I don't know if you've overcome my uh, start because my start was not very good. But here recently, I have been on fire. Uh, so Bet with Bet Rivers, download the app, check them out at BetRivers.com. Also, the great folks over at Dude Wipes, uh, DudeProducts.com. Promo code STINK15, get 15% off all your Dude Wipe products. Also, stinking good green chili for the holidays. Uh, Get it, eat it like a soup, smother over your burritos, your tacos, your whatever. You're going to love it. Use it like gravy over mashed potatoes. Stinkinggood.com. Also, we've got our queso dip as well. Check that out. Stinkinggood.com. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, despite the fact that I'm getting thrashed by you now on a weekly basis. Thrashed. Throttled. Whatever words you want to use to describe your dominance right now, it is ugly. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll get to that later. But let's jump right into the week that is coming up. And and a lot of attractive games, starting with Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Now, a few weeks ago, this would have been a game we'd been talking about as a potential Super Bowl preview. But what's going on with the Bills? They're 3-4 and four in their last seven games. They just got beat by the Patriots. In in buff in perfect Buffalo weather, right? This is the stuff that Buffalo's supposed to uh, to to be able to handle, and instead they lose with the Patriots running the ball only three times. Sean McDermott going out of his way to say Bill Belichick, uh, you know, didn't make that big of a deal with his coaching. Sure, seems like Belichick's in McDermott's head. So where are you at with the Bills right now? Yeah, they're uh, they're a team that what they started the season I think four and one, and they've been very average ever since, and. Uh, boy, some of the shine has come off, right? Whether it's the shine coming off of Josh Allen and, you know, this year after this tremendous year he had the year before, maybe it's Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator. Remember, he was a hot commodity last year, but because they went so deep in the playoffs, all the jobs were uh, already secured, but he was a guy that everybody was talking about on the short list of head coaches. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now um, in regards to the Bills where they're just not performing, turning the ball over, doing – yeah, I mean, it's just it's not – it it doesn't feel right, and then they were one of the top run defenses in football in a in a weather storm that um, you knew you were going to run the ball, and they couldn't stop the New England Patriots. Well, they have forty six carries in that game, two hundred and twenty nine yards, I believe, something of that nature. And at some point, as you're watching that game, you're playing with a deep safety. You know, Sean McDermott. If you want to come out, Sean McDermott, and say, "Hey, Bill Belichick, it wasn't his coaching." Well, no. Wait a minute. They've chosen not to run the – I mean, it was the perfect game plan. In the first half, they threw one pass. One pass. Every run. And you are still got a safety deep? you still got a deep middle-of-the-field defender? Like, I don't know. I put 11 in the box. If they've, if they've shown you who they are, we're not going to throw the ball, I'd believe them. What's the old adage? If somebody shows you who they are, you should believe them. Right? If they show you we don't we have no intention of running the ball because Mac or throwing the ball, excuse me. We have no intention of throwing the ball because Mac Jones is in a scuba suit. Did you 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 heard that, right? Yeah. 
He wears that's a, a Brady trick. Brady used to wear a scuba suit or a wetsuit or something underneath his his uniform on those really cold nights with the idea that that would keep your body heat in, much like a, a, a scuba diver would. It makes a lot of sense. I don't know if it's conducive to playing football and throwing passes. Not that Mac Jones did that, but it worked for Brady, so. The old scuba suit. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, man. It feels like you get sweaty under there, and then when you were it would dry or it would get cold. No, I guess maybe it just stays You're warm. Your cold, body you heat, probably, yeah, you probably never even warms get a up chance the to get sweaty, right? Wouldn't it just kind of trickle down on your on your nethers, like you get a little bead? Of, You're kind of packed in there tight. It's what like if a, a bead of sweat case. just kind of rolls down in your crack area, and then you got itchy crack? I think there's no, a scuba suit that could fit you. How would you look in a scuba suit? I'd look like a killer well. <laughs> Orca! Yeah. I'd look like a, a tightly packed piece of sausage. <laughs> you would, you would Is that like... blood sausage? Oh, no. That's steak. Yeah. I would, yeah. Look, kid's a whale. Yeah. <laughs> like a big sperm whale that got beached. Oh, no. Look oh. at the baby wet. Oh, no. Roll him over on his belly. It's stink in a scuba suit. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, back yeah, to Buffalo. Yeah, back to Buffalo. It just, it just, for whatever reason, it's just not clicking right now. But, you know, they are so talented. I, you know what? Again, before I, before I go on, like, sometimes you just think it's all about talent. You know, and this is kind of goes back to the Rams thought process about, hey, we're just going to go out and get ourselves, you know, Vaughn Miller, and we're going to go out and get ourselves Odell Beckham Jr., and we're just going to load up, and this is going to be great. There's still something called chemistry, and the chemistry of your football team matters. And there's still something called physicality. You know, when you had Diggs as a receiver and Beasley as a receiver, outstanding uh, Gabriel Davis last year, I think he was a rookie last year. He was tremendous. You go ahead and add Emmanuel Sanders, and you're thinking, man, we just got to feed these guys. I still think, especially in Buffalo, man, you got to be – I just believe in balance. And I think sometimes you get so enamored with, you know, receivers and talent. And, and not that all those guys aren't great because they are, but at some point, does it get you out of balance? Do you feel like you have to feed those guys? Do you feel like you have to spend the majority of your time in spread? Because here's what I know about throwing the football. When you get out of rhythm as a just a pure throwing team, Mike, and I've been there, you get out of rhythm, it's pretty near impossible to throw yourself back into rhythm. Sometimes you got to get in three wide or three tight end sets, two fullback, you know, two running back sets, whatever, and just beat somebody into submission to get your your passing game back in sync. So I, I just I just question the the construct of the team, if you will. So that's that game, Tampa and Buffalo. We'll learn a lot about Buffalo in this one. You mentioned the Rams. Key NFC West battle, Rams at Arizona. You keep waiting for that game to pop up where Arizona shows they're not legit. They're not real. Yeah. Is this potentially the game? Or because the Rams haven't looked right. No. 
they haven't looked like now, themselves since they made their moves and they lost Robert Woods. Yeah, here's the deal. The the Arizona Cardinals have not lost, I don't believe, on the road. And they've lost their games at home. They haven't been the same team at home that they have been on the road. They put up – remember, they went to the Rams earlier in the season and throttled the Rams. I think it was like 37-20 to 20 or something like that. So they have not played as well at home as they have on the roads – on the road, but but Arizona is legit. They're, I mean, they're they're so freaking talented. And you know, talking to I was talking to Kyler Murray last week, and they've got this Rondell Moore kid, number four, who is, I mean, a really good wide receiver slash, you know, do it all offensive weapon, and they use him out of the backfield. They use him. Um, you know, underneath on third downs. I mean, this guy is this guy is a really good football player. Bubble screens, jet sweeps, you name it. It's just a way to get the ball in his hands in space. And here's Kyler Murray during the offseason sending video clips and a scouting report to Steve Kime, the general manager, going, hey, man, have you watched this kid play? We should draft this kid. And Steve Kime did. That's who he went after. And so, anyhow, just, like, they have got so much talent. And as Kyler Murray said, man, we are, like, it's, we've got an embarrassment of riches. But the thing that blows me away more than the offensive talent they have, Mike, the defensive talent. Their defensive secondary, the way they're playing right now, and three guys inside that blow me away because they're so good is their nickel corner, Byron Murphy, they're two safeties. They're strong safety, Buda Baker, and they're free safety, um, oh, shoot, uh, Jalen Thompson. And the versatility, duality these guys have to where Buda can play free, Jalen can play strong, you know, Murphy can come in and play free, Jalen can rotate up and play the nickel corner. He's got those man coverage skills. So they don't have to show you man versus zone. If you start motioning people and, and try to get them with formations and motions, they can just rotate and play different positions. The guy, the guy, like, you think about, I always, you talk to defense coordinators around the league, they'll tell you, the nickel corner position has become one of the most prominent positions. They don't get paid. We saw it here for years with Chris Harris Jr. But you look at um, Murphy, Byron Murphy, number seven, He'll start at outside corner in base, and then he slides down into nickel. Like, he's got that kind of versatility to play those plays. And, you know, when it comes to playing nickel, one of the things that makes it so tough is you've got to understand the run fits. you got to be – got to play like a, a linebacker. I mean, you're essentially – as a nickel corner, you're essentially the will linebacker. So you have to understand all your run fits and all that stuff. You have to be able to play zone, and you got to be able to play man-to-man. And he does them all as well as pretty much anybody I've watched this year. So it, they're a they're a damn good football team, and I'm with you. Like everybody thinks, you know, when is the when is the when are they going to get exposed? When is yeah. the other shoe going to drop? I don't know that it will, Mike. Well, the thing about it, it, it's Arizona, it's the desert, it's Cliff Kingsbury. There's this, I think there's this perception that they are a soft finesse mm-hmm. type team. Went back and looked at the first matchup against the Rams. They won that game. Arizona did 37 to 20. You'll love this. They ran the ball 38 times for 218 yards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they dominated the line of scrimmages, right. both of them. Yeah, and James Conner, um, 
James Conner's been tremendous. Uh, not you know, just running the ball, scoring touchdowns, even catching the ball in the backfield. He's a complete. He's a complete play- player. He, like I, the thing I love about him, physical. You know, you block it for two, he's going to get you four or five. But he's also nifty enough. Like he's he's niftier than you think. But he's always trying to get back north and south and put his bean on somebody. And I think that's I think that's the thing that I appreciate. He gives them a level of toughness. Um, in that style of offense that uh, that makes him legit. All right, so Rams, pretender or contender right now? And when I say pretender, contender, I'm talking about for the NFC Championship game. Oh, I think they're I think they're a contender still. Yeah, I think you know I think they've uh, they've you know they've had a, a lull and they've kind of revamped their team to degree. I, ro- losing Robert Woods was kind of you know, there's very few wide receivers that are kind of the tone setters of their offense, but Robert Woods was one of those guys. Just a complete player, um, and so with him and with Cooper Cup, and like it, it took a little while to figure out now what the new balance is when they lost him. So I think that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I think they're I think they're a legit contender. Do you know that uh, Whitworth is about to turn forty? Starting left tackle is about to turn forty, and has no intention of retiring. Dude, how about that? Forty years old. Him, Jason Peters plays left tackle for Chicago's thirty-nine. I just it. Who is the Matthews that played? Was it Bruce that, that yeah, played Bru- forever? Bruce played. Well, Bru- both Bruce and Clay played yeah, both right. nineteen years. But Bruce played on the O line, right? Yeah, Bruce yeah. played on the O line. Clay played. Clay played middle line, but Clay should be in the Hall of Fame. Clay was a he played nineteen freaking years. I remember playing against against Clay Matthews. And he was like in year 10, it was with Cleveland. I was playing in Washington. And, you know, I had a, I mean, my head is made of concrete and rebar. Like I had a, a pretty hard head. And, you know, I pride myself on being able to absolutely destroy linebackers, right? And we run this little fold block, like little, like little, you know, fold inside where the center is going to block my three technique. You know, he blocks back on my guy, two technique, two eye, whatever he was, and I fold around. I drop step and loop around him. And so we call this play, and we're going to run just a, you know, kind of a, a inside belly play. And so I'm going to fold around the center who's blocking back and Clay Matthews. And at this time, he's 10 years in the league or whatever, right? And I ne- I'll never forget, I thought to myself, I am going to Crush this old man. <laughs> I kid you not, because I was like in year two or three, right? I am going to crush this old man. I drop step. I come flying around there. You know, I'm 290, just like, and at this time I was still somewhat of an athlete. And that some bitch dropped on me and uncoiled. I broke my neck. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> We'll try that again. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, uh, note to self, like, old man's kind of wiry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a damn, he's a damn good football player. We'll do man. that again. Yeah. Speaking of it, okay. No, that's that's how dumb I am. I'm like, all right, yeah. that's how it's gonna be, huh? <laughs> so when I say Dallas, Washington, when yeah. I say Cowboys, Washington, woofed. What images come to mind? Oof. Uh, man, always, like, for me, always just hated the Cowboys 
you know, from childhood hated the Cowboys. So um, there was always that kind of that that overall hatred, that that rivalry. Also, you know, I think about those '90 teams that were just so damn good. <laughs> they were so good. So there's like I've got mixed emotions. I just hated I hated them because they were the Cowboys, you know, and all the America's team garbage and all that. That just you know irritates you. Like you go like you go to play the Cowboys. I, I went there in '95, my first year with the Broncos, and we're playing the Cowboys, and and they're better than us. You know, at that time they're better than us. But the thing that irritates see these are the things that irritate you as a player like. Like the America's team, the star on the helmet, the oh, we wear white at home, you know, and all that, all that garbage. The, the hole in the roof so God can watch his favorite team. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, always, you know, the edges of the field were always wet. There's always things like, you're like, these sons of bitch. And then you had to walk up this big, long tunnel to your locker room, right? It's like you get exhausted walking up the tunnel. Like, all everything about them just annoyed me. It was annoying. And then... Because Jerry Jones cut all his own deals, like he went outside the NFL and cut a bunch of own, like he just knows how to make money. So you come after a drive or whatever, usually probably ended in a punt, and you come back to the sideline, and you had to hear, like every, every, like literally every 15 or 20 seconds when there's a pause, like they go back into the huddle. Dallas Cowboy fans reminding you to stop by Concourse 2. TCBY Yogurt, the official yogurt of your Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you know, and there were these commercials. They were nonstop. And you like, and you're just as a player, you're like, really? Really? Do we have to hear yogurt commercials and granola commercials and whatever? Like there was a million of them. They were playing constantly. And it's just like, it's not enough that you guys are America's team and you've got the white jerseys and the star on your helmet. And look how good we are. We've won a bunch of Super Bowls. And now, you know, every two seconds, you got to hear some ad. You know they're making money off of it all, right? It just was, it drive you crazy. Well, folks, clearly uh, Mark harbors no lingering resentment from his uh, days playing uh, the Cowboys when mm-hmm. he was in Washington. What about this week's matchup? I mean, Washington, all of a sudden, they're uh, in position. They win this game. They are literally breathing right down the Cowboys' neck. I love it. And the Cowboys going to Cowboy. I can't wait for the Cowboys to roll over. That's what the Cowboys do. They roll over. I mean, likelihood. Like, if you're a gambling man, Mike, um, and you based on your picks, you shouldn't be. But if you were a gambling man, ah. Mike. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. If you were a gambling man, like, would you gamble that, that – what would you put more money on? Okay, you had to put an amount of money that that was important to you. You went to you know to Bet Rivers, and this was a prop bet. Okay, I can't trust Dallas right okay, now. Okay, but here's here's my prop bet for you. For either them to spit the bit down the down the stretch, right, and not win the division, or to win the Super Bowl, spit the bit, absolutely, easily, easily. Absolutely. Not even there's not, not even, even a question. question. Nope, nope. You're right. I think I think I mean the way Washington is playing right now, they're dominating line of scrimmage. They're playing bully ball, and Taylor Heineke scrambling around, letting it loose, um, not not necessarily managing the game, um, playing aggressive without playing reckless. That's that's the formula for a victory, and um, I like what Washington's doing right now. 
playing except every game is you know a two three point game. I mean they're not blowing out anybody, but I just like the physical nature with which they're playing on both sides of the ball. And that D line, I think they get Montez Sweat back as well. Is it Montez Sweat? I think it is. Now what's the he may have been, there's no. a Sweat that plays he, I for think he was part Philly. of the COVID list too though. I don't know. Well, well, let me let was me confirm he? that. Yeah. There's one sweat that plays for Philly and then one sweat that plays for Washington, and I don't think they're related. Which one is the – is he on the COVID list? I think he is, so – but – All right. Well, anyhow, uh, but still, with Allen and with uh, Payne and, and, you know – Yeah, all he's the, on um, – Montez Sweat was put on the COVID-19 list, so. And then who's the sweat that plays in Philly? Sweat. Keith Sweat. No, that was the singer. <laughs> Jeez. Josh Sweat. Hey, you know what? Not to be confused with Shfetty Balls. If you got a last name like Sweat, who cares what your first name is? Your last name is cool. You got it going like a turbo jet. Hey, real quick. uh, You think that uh, Green Bay's in trouble now that Aaron Rodgers has popped off and Chicago's got all this bulletin board material Um, after Rodgers doubling down on his I own you comments? Um, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that as being problematic, Mike. I really don't. Um, yeah. Or Rogers, Rogers don't care. And Chicago, let's face it. Chicago, uh, you know, Chicago is, is struggling. Um, although, you know, I, I think defensively Chicago is pretty decent. I think they're, I think they're decent, but they're, I did them last week and yeah, they were in the ball. uh, They were in the ball game. They can really run the ball. Um, like they should, they, I think they put, what did they put up last week? Like 22 against, it was like 33, 22. I called the game. You would think I would know that. Right. But that would require me to remember Call things. The, uh, and, turn the ball over a lot. Yeah. 33, 22. I was right. Turned it over four. I think four picks in that game. I mean, it was, it was a mess off a couple tip balls, one errant throw and several tip balls. And, and it created, you know, I mean, created, I think they start, I think Arizona started the, started three or four drives inside the opponent's 30. So, you know, it was one of those things where you're in that game. You're in that game through the pretty much the entirety of the game if you don't turn the ball over, you know, if if you don't turn the ball over. I, I think Chicago is probably um, a little better than than their record would indicate, um, but they just, they just make enough mistakes offensively that they can't, they flat out just can't overcome. Ready to get to the picks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the, I know uh, you are. Yeah. What's your overall? Do you know the overall record or not? Really, you're not. You're trying not to pay attention. I try not to pay attention. The All last... I know is that literally the last four weeks, you've gone like uh, I had two three and O's and yeah, you're two, like two and you're ones, like ten and two. Right. The last four weeks, and I'm like four and eight. Yeah. So yeah, it's not good. I'm not ready to concede yet. There's still time, but mm-hmm. uh, but the comeback begins now. You know what you have to have to have a unbelievable comeback? Got to be uh, way down on the bottom. There you go, and that's, that's where right. I'm coming from. So it starts now. All right, here's okay. what I'm gonna. I get to go first. Okay. All right. Come on, man. You got to give me, give me that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Please. I don't. I don't mind. It's you going. I haven't season. even looked. I haven't even looked at the games it's yet. The holiday that's season. Not please surprise you. show some holiday grace, please. Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm gonna take Wooft. I'm gonna Wooft. Take, I'm gonna take Wooft at home plus the four. Okay. Against uh, the Cowboys. I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus the three and a half at home against Buffalo. Tampa Bay just is is too reliable. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo has the potential to be hot and on, and maybe they could pull off the upset, but they're too inconsistent right now. So give me Tampa Bay and give me Arizona. I'm buying Arizona, minus two and a half over the Rams. Wow. Wow. Okay. I I like I I like where you're going. Okay, let me just take a let me just peruse this. Mm-hmm. Um All right. So, some attractive games out there. Are there? Cleveland, Baltimore, San Francisco, Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is not a Saints, good. Jets. Yeah, I know there's a lot of games. Like I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh Game you're calling Chargers Giants. Yeah, I'm going to stay off that. Uh, yes, probably should. Yeah, since uh, yes. I'm calling the yes, game, yes, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to be openly rooting in a. <laughs> yeah. No, we need a field goal. <laughs> don't take a knee. Don't take a knee. Kick the ball. Throw it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to start off with a home game. Oh, this is to- is this tonight's game? Steelers Vikings. Yeah, it doesn't count. I guess you could take it. Go ahead. At the time we're recording this, they haven't played. Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm the Vikings minus three and a half. Yep, I'm gonna take the Vikings. Okay, Are, does that mean they're giving three? Yes. Oh, okay. They need to three win by half. four. They need to win by four. Yeah. This is this is uh, yarble cutting time. All right. Maybe I don't like that game. Oh, jeez, I just wrote it down. Well, just just like. All right, I scratched it out. Okay. All right. Well, so what? Like, let me just let's make this interesting. What were your picks again? Took. Oh, you're gonna do this. I went Washington, Tampa, Arizona. Washington, Tampa, Arizona. Do it. All right. Let's go opposites. Oh, you're going full oppo again. Full oppo. All right. All right. So scratch out that one. I'm going Cowboys. I'm going Bills. And I'm going Rams. All right. Look at you. <laughs> All right. I love it when a guy gets full full of himself and starts doing reckless things. It's not me. That's being, how comebacks begin. That's not me being full of myself. That's me just trusting you to continue to crap in your pants. That's up twenty eight to three and saying, "Yeah, hey, let's throw it." Ooh, that's not. <laughs> All right, for everybody involved in the show, we'd like to thank uh, the great folks too over soon. in Best Rivers. Yeah, too soon. Uh, bet with a uh, champion. Bet with Bet Rivers. Uh, my great folks over at DudeWipesDudeProducts.com. Stink15 is the promo code. Go get yourself some great uh, butt wipes. You're going to love them. And then, um, obviously, Stinking Good Green Chili at StinkingGood.com. Load up for the holidays, people. You're going to be glad you did. For Mike, I'm Mark. For Millennial Ben, we appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll be back with you next week.